Okay, it's time to part with Betfair and Preview Blue Spec Stakes Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, teaming up to record episode 137 of the 1 1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast, punters. It's um, 20 past 11 on Thursday, the 18th of August. Pinjara today, Belmont, beg your pardon, Saturday, Kalgoorlie Sunday. But also, Guru, a wonderful weekend of country town racing. We've got the Gascoigne Junction Cup on Saturday, as well as the Kununurra, the first of two Kununurra meetings this Sunday, this Saturday you, rather. What did you call me? And <laughs> several of the uh, Broom Cup combatants. They are lining up against each other again. This is the Newman Cup on Sunday. So there's plenty of racing. Certainly is. I love me. And don't forget, BJ, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City Meeks Get Out Stakes competition. And uh, after Jay Rooney knocked off Jimmy Stewart last weekend, we've got a little bit of a grudge match while we organise our media mastermind tournament. Did you get did you get much feedback on the media mastermind tournament? Uh, I haven't got a huge, but I haven't really sent any messages. In other words, you know, I said I'd start organising. I absolutely organised diddly squat. So <laughs> uh, I will start organising that at some point soon, though. Um, media mastermind tournament. We have a little grudge match today. It was going to be what up walks andrew walker versus uh dj hollingworth yeah. daney hollingworth but uh danes had to be a late scratching so we've uh, we've got a replacement but you'll have to tune in to find out who that is very good can't wait for the mundaring hotel w racing mastermind garage match episode 100 big name replacement too, big name. really yeah big coup yeah coup for coup. Show. yeah 100 yeah very near the top of the tree so uh, it was very hard to get him on as well because um the tribal unit let him rubbed out for a couple of weeks <laughs> so we, we had to appeal <laughs> No yeah. hints as to who it is. <laughs> yes, yes, we had to appeal, and uh, yeah, how's the, that? The verdict went uh, went our way. Probably. Now, uh, we spoke about this in the uh, briefly in the in the preamble at yep. the start of the show. But uh, what's happening Betfair edge wise and Betfair wise for Terry? Can what can we oh. what can we what can we? Uh, Hopefully, there's just a few more links to the um, to my interview on, on Twitter, just so, so you can find so it. For those, just so you can so, find it. So, so for those of you who haven't seen it, it's uh, I'm not watching it. Is it uh, Terry? You watched it yet? No, I'm no. not going to watch it. Yeah, it's probably dog shit. I got absolutely no idea. Would like to do. I do. Quite enjoyed. So it was Tommy, some of the Tommy, Tommy Haylock. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a superstar. Yeah, he's, he was good. So he's yeah. a superstar. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Tune in, tune in just to see Tommy. Yeah. Um, he had some replays going and uh, yeah, yeah, spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, Jared did my spreadsheets hey. for me. Oh, uh, like, Guru's come prepared. What yeah. the, who is this guy? Yeah, well, they, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they prompted that preparedness because that certainly isn't me. But, uh, <laughs> nah, not much happening. Betfair Edge back shortly. Doing the, some shows with Miles here and there. But this, uh, this, nothing exciting. This is the feedback I got from an anonymous listener. <laughs> I, I haven't heard this. I watched it. What a legend. He pretty much said he loves punting and more punting is good punting. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Terry the Handicapper? That's my burner. <laughs> Theory, man. All right, let's get on. <laughs> no, with but it. if you haven't if you haven't seen it, Terry did an educational video there on the uh, Betfair hub, uh, available on um, on the betfair.com.au website. It's all over Twitter, as I said. But um, if you want to uh, know a little bit more about Terry's backstory and how he goes about things, and um, yeah, watch it. And uh, if you've got any questions, no doubt he's uh, more than happy to to uh, answer a few direct messages there yeah. on uh, Twitter Just to the faithful. Terry the handicapper, <laughs> and you uh, you got me. All right. Uh, Blue Spec Day. Blue Spec Stakes Day. Yep. Time honoured. Blue Steel Day, yep. Um, just what a day. Do we just do we just start? Yeah. I think we just start. At the key very thing, beginning. Key thing I, I will say about- Well, hang on, the rail's at six. Hold on. 
It Since when's the rails at six? Uh, hold on. The book's telling me six that I've just downloaded. I've done all my form on it being a true. They can go and get fucked if they've actually cooked this. The ra- the rail is still true on Chris. Yeah, the race book I'm just seeing now says plus six meters entire. Hang on, what's Racing Australia saying? Let's have a look on. Guru's going into a little bit of a. Uh, well, because you, you've half, al- of half, we've obviously half allowed for the fact that two weeks ago the the rail is uh, on Racing Australia is saying six plus six meters. Uh, well, yeah, fuck it then. I've got no interest. They can go and shove it up their ass. That's a really bad, bad clerical error. Like telling me the rail's at the wrong spot. They've gone back to the tree where it was two weeks ago where there was a massive hot lane. The three-meter pad a week ago was chopped up like buggery. So I've said, well, you've probably got to think hard on the fence. is going to be the best spot, especially with the lack of rain the next few days. Mm. That would have made sense, wouldn't it? So that's how I've done my form. So, um, yeah, up your ass, I think. <laughs> up your nose with the rubber. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's, it's not even like that type of stuff doesn't – I don't find that entertaining or very humorous. So, anyway um, – I haven't. I had it all always down to six meters though. What am I missing? Oh, I saw it as. In my notes, I've got it from maybe it was changed post acceptances. Anyway, we're uh, no. This is it said true because I was very surprised because you don't go true three. You usually go true three six. So I thought it would be six, and I thought, geez, that must be pretty ordinary out there if they've gone back to the true. But they might just be trying to protect. Uh, we're, we're gonna have to get some clarification yep. on that. Uh, no, while, they might they while, might they might be racing on the freeway, potentially. We're not sure. There could be an Optus Stadium. <laughs> um Yeah. No. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. Because on the on the weights it said on the weights it says six meters, right. but on the top of Chris it says true. So well, that's, is, that's is that, what, you, is that what you've got? That's what I've looked at. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to work out where, yeah. where six it's meters makes deviated. sense. It does make sense, but yeah. Yeah, I, I just yeah, it's probably my fault for expecting something to be correct when, when it's written on the when it's written there, on the yep, official, where it is every single week on the official website right every single week. Yep. So, yep. Shove that fair up. I reckon shove that fair up the clack clack. Well, that is probably as good a time as any to mention that we've got a new sponsor coming on, coming on, uh, coming on board with us here at the one one. Uh, Witten's Irrigation and Design are going to be sponsoring our track report. So, um, Witten's the the man behind Witten's Irrigation is Craig Witten, a uh, young guy um, who's uh, really as he started his own business and he's going. He's been involved in um, in reticulation and, and race race course reticulation for a long time now. His um, his his father is Robert Witten, the trainer. His sister is Kate Witten, the jockey. So he's a He's got a, uh, a racing background, a racing history, and uh, he was keen to get involved with the podcast. So, yeah, we're going to get Craig on uh, next week to have a chat to him, uh, talk us through Witten's irrigation and design and everything that he's looking to achieve with his business. But they are from next week, they will, Witten's will be coming on board as our uh, track report sponsor. Would have been very interesting this week, and hopefully, um, hopefully, we can use some of Craig's insight. Um, to educate the listeners on on the tracks, Belmont and Ascot specifically, how how they drain, uh, what we can expect on the weekend coming up, and uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to pick his brains. Craig, of course, has worked on virtually every grass track in in Western Australia, so got a lot of knowledge for a young man, and uh, be good to uh, to have a chat with him next week and and bring on board our new sponsors uh, for that particular segment: Witten's Irrigation and Design, whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial. Water wisely with the Wittens. You like that one, Terry? I'm still stewing. <laughs> <laughs>
So that is uh, that is uh, the news here at the one one with our um, with Witten's coming on board. Blue Spec Stakes Day. I suppose the only thing that can really brighten our day, which I, I don't think it's going to help Terry very much, is that race one. Of course, is the free entry to Belmont Park Plate for three year olds over fourteen hundred meters. They should be paying people. <laughs> you get one hundred and fifty bucks at the door to enter. <laughs> Betting vouchers, I reckon. Just no, just cash. <laughs> cash. Just cash. Um, so last time we played at the six metre pad, it was fair. How long has it been since the six? So the three was bad. Yeah, that's good stuff. Why don't we pause, listeners? We're going to pause and we might contact Rawa and just. No, nah, I've, I've sent a text. It's going to be at six. You can tell. Like, it's, I think I just got a response. Haven't heard of any changes. We'll confirm. Well, I've just said, is it true? Haven't heard of any changes. Anyway, it's not that person's fault. It might be. I'll blame everyone. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. Okay. All right, so we've got a uh, early season three-year-old plate over the 1,400 metres to uh, kick things off. And um, not a bad little race, actually. There's quite a few uh, chances in this nine-horse field. There's one, two, three, four last start winners. Union Jack was beaten in a photo. Uncle Gerard has gone close. It's two starts as well. Uh, Flyaway Home is racing in the first at Pinjarra today, so expected scratching there. And Mia Gusto was a beaten, uh, heavy, heavily supported. What was she last start? She was a 264 favorite in, a, in the 1200 in the lead up to this so there's a few uh few chances and um which will probably lead to a wide betting, betting market with it's all a rumor currently heading the way around the will approximate 450 mark um just not sure how it's all a rumor will go with the rail at the six meter pattern. <laughs> that's my big, big with it. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, dearie, dearie, dearie me. Um, Rightio. What do we got? Uh, I think this is pretty ordinary. Woosa? Do we need to do a Woosa? Yeah, Woosa. we want to. Yeah, it's a pretty ordinary, uh, <laughs> pretty ordinary race. I don't think too many of these are, are all that crash hot. Um, it's all the rumours last win. If you watch the replay of It's All the Rumours last win, it's not funny, but mm. um, they pan to the crowd, which they really do on the Chris replays, and um, they show all the owners celebrating. I think it doesn't look like the owners. I'm pretty sure it's El Patron's owners celebrating because they thought they won the photo. Oh, yeah. it was pretty close too. Yeah. Right? Oh, look, yeah. live you thought El Patron would have won it. It's just uh, one of those bobs. So That's right. Yes, you're right. You're right. But uh, the run from It's All the Rumour was, I, I despite I, the fact it was lucky to win the photo, it was huge, yeah. deep, and like then getting cover and not many two-year-olds win in that sort of manner. So um, fairly impressive stuff. And obviously the second to Aztec ruler reads really nicely, as does the third to Vampy at play from the rear from a good gate from from an ugly gate that day so um yeah i've i, I think just with last week rejuva king they, they sort of that was a real bunched finish you know with rejuva yeah. king and uncle gerard and i'm just not that sure. was that hot rails day as well yeah with, uh, the great hoyer led i think uh was it tiddly platinum no. class sat in their back it was yeah. just a uh rejuva king was on the fence uncle gerard was on the fence yeah. as well so. it's just a bit of a mess me augusto loomed nicely out wide and peaked as Basically, every horse bar Arcadia Grace did all day long. Yep. Um, out wide, so you can you can forgive it on the run, but uh, yeah, I just I think that might have been a pretty ordinary little race. So just on, it's all the rumours form. If that's held, it's form. I suspect it's hard to beat. Um, I've marked it equal favourite alongside one down the bottom. Um, Cherry's a star, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth mm -hmm. of worth of horse flesh was was Cherry's a star. Um, Liked all the trials. It looked like uh, she needed uh, to wind up or find a bit of room. I'm actually a little bit disappointed she's drawn the inside marble. I mm. thought that was pretty good when I thought it would be a nice hot rail at the true pad, but maybe less so at the six-metre pad. But um, uh, Cherry's a star. Should I've written my preview already as well, BJ, with the true 
Pat's not going to look like a dickhead. Mm. Well, I'm not going to look like a dickhead because it's their fault. But uh, <laughs> I guess I guess we've got to move on from this, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Liked a lot of uh, Cherries of Stars trials. I don't know if uh, she might have a bit of work to do to repay the 350k potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but the run, uh, the trial around, swear to God, was good. Tiffany Straits, the Loon Bar is one that hasn't debuted yet for the Morton Yard. But I went back and watched a few more of its trials when I was doing that. <laughs> Jeez, I don't think that'll be missed when it does come out. Uh, but ne- um, negative. Uh, Steve had the whip on her last start when she was behind runners. I, I think he might have been querying how she was going. She then picked up nicely and found some uh, backsides and didn't really pick up off a dime. So I think she's a horse that Steve will probably look to push out um, and get her rolling as early as possible. And, and if he does, um, I think she's probably the one with the most upside and the most X factor of this lot. So just looking at the current market, I'm happy to play those two, but we'll probably make Cherries a star the bigger result of the two. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I had something on Cherries a star on on debut, so just following that so trial dry. form. Yep. I was as well back too. Yeah, it actually was. Yeah, you're right, and just a bit miffed by the run, but there was sort of like you could make excuses. Yeah, I, I'm. Sort of I agree. I'm a little bit. It's not like I'm like, oh wow, look at that run, and she could be. A and big, I know she could be a big drift. I thought. I know, I know what you're saying, figures. but I'm, I'm surprised that she's as well thought of in the market as she yeah, is. Yeah, so me, me too. Yeah, and there's often money, and we found this out with one we owned that was an absolute cat called Escalating years ago. There's often money for horses that just have big initial purchase prices, and that keeps coming. So yeah, and this, there's a lot of just battlers in this. You know, there isn't any superstars in this. Birds, the word sort of what price uh, around the eight dollar mark. Same as Cherries a star. I'd be very surprised if Cherries a star doesn't turn the tables on a horse like Bird's the Word. Rejuva King got the perfect run. Uncle Gerard, it's a sticky ride from there. Mm. Mia Gusto goes super, but loses uh, loses Clint, probably goes back to last and has to look for runs. It can it can win the race, definitely can win the race, but yeah, a lot needs to go right there without CJP on from so the So it's also gate, it's so. Fifth, fifth run for the for the prep as well. So yep. it's like, it did, was that win two starts here? Was that its peak and it's going to come back off Potentially. That? So yeah. It's yeah. got some um, It's got some tricks. That's why you saw Taj have problems as a $1.90 favourite three starts ago. And even Clint, um, yeah, has struggled from barrier one, two starts ago, settled near last from, mm. from the inside marble. So got some tricks. So, yeah, pretty uh, – th- this is a day where I'm not too keen to play many. Um, I actually am pretty keen to get involved in, in race one. So they're, they're the two I really want to focus on. Uh, at this stage, I want to make Cherries a star my result and it's all a rumour, a lesser result but still a win. Okay, yeah, it's all a rumor for me. Uh, don't mind Rajuvi King. I like the I like to see him up over fourteen and maybe sixteen in a couple of weeks as well, just to see how he finds the line. But he's just browse at six, browse at six. But he's got <laughs> just confirmed. Um, Terry's going to have a, have a breather. But yeah, it's all a rumor on top for me. I think uh, Rajuvi King is the uh, is the main danger flashing late. Um, but that is the free entry to Belmont. Park plate race one. I've written the entire the preview, but start talking about the true rail. I, I'm not rewriting that. <sighs> Dear me. Race two is the tap touch, West Speed, Platinum, Handicap, 1200 metres. Uh, Astro Warriors doing a good job with uh, since joining the Hayden Ballantyne Yard. Well supported last start, got the chockies. Uh, kick a goal, son, resuming, keep attacking. Not sure how it got beat the other day, but it did. They tend to be the three, and Rain of Fire is probably coming out of stronger races, dropping back into the West Speed Platinum. They tend to be the ones that uh, most people will be tossing up in race two of the day, Guru. 
Yeah, Astro Warrior would have gone a lot better at the true pad. That's the last time. I'm, I'm actually going to move on. It will it will get repetitive for everyone. It's already repetitive for me, so I could imagine that everyone else is that enough. But um, I genuinely will. Astro Warrior is one that will be uh, a little disappointed with the the change in rail position potentially. Who knows how the six meter pad will play? Um, but yeah, on map, you it's hard to to get to go past Astro Warrior as your favourite. It's probably not going to be a bet for me at the price. Mm. Um, but uh, the, the really interesting runner in, in this race is um, is Rain of Fire. Yeah. Um, it's the lowest grade race. It's never competed, I don't think, in anything under an 80,000 um, or the equivalent of back when it was 70, now $80,000 race in its entire career. Yeah. 66 plus is 72 plus is three-year-old features. Uh, he's not going to be the star we thought he was going to be after his debut win, um, but we've just seen horses come back to these West Speed Platinum races. Um, Born to Rules, a battler, ran third. Storm Commander wasn't going that well, ran second. Sock off one like Winks out in front. And then last weekend we saw Karamundi, Karamundi yeah. uh, and, and Ginger Baker first go at that yep. type of level. Um, so we're, we're just seeing that the, the West Bay platinum form is horrid. Yeah. It's absolutely horrid. And the horses coming into these races are, um, are dominating. So uh, Astro Warrior, the week before that was a winner yep. um, at a West Bay platinum race as well. So even, even like horses like Ultimate Command got stuck deep the other day. It was really good, like yep. really, really good on the wrong part of the surface. So um, yeah, so we, the, the new horses in the scene are always interesting ones, but this race has quite a lot of them yeah um which is interesting so rain to fire big watch it, it could go past him but i mean you're very brave backing one that's going to be near last at belmont at the moment so <clears throat> i thought rain to fire was actually going better than river rubicon um on straightening mm -hmm. and then uh he sort of floundered a little bit um in the going on the on the track late he's a heavy 10 winner too yeah so. I, but I, I just think that it was just kind of a punishing race with the <laughs> what was happening up top with uh, punishing race for everyone, <laughs> it's just a punish. <laughs> and that might have just uh, gassed him a little bit late, but um, he was sort of ten, eight, seven, fifty-seven rain of fire. So mm -hmm. that was a um, that would have been on that wet track four months yeah. ago. And with those flux, the flux don't take into fully account the fact there was three late scratchings. That was 30 percent of the market came out, which made which made the river this Rubicon is race day. This is race day flux. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, they were late, late, late though, weren't they? I think they were post three. Yeah. Some of those were like two, three, four p.m. Scratchings. Right. Um, I don't know exactly. I didn't even know that was scratched until sort of 20 minutes before the race. So, mm. Which made it even more remarkable that Rubicon drifted out. Basically started. Like I talked about on this podcast, Paul Lee being the value at 10 bucks and, you know, River Rubicon at 350 Yeah, fair enough. think it'll probably win. And come jump time, they nearly jumped the same price. Yeah. Paul Lee jumped about five and a half and River Rubicon. So it's a, it's a different game when they start jumping nearly the same price. You only want to be yeah. Anyway, good to see Braden Gayeth back at the trials as well with Carapinia. Yeah. You see that trial? Yeah. And you see the horse that ran second? <laughs> just on that trial, it, it wins by four. Carabinier. But it won't. But I'm just saying, purely on that trial, tell you what, I hope he comes back and starts riding because he had some ability. Braden Garth, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he's he been out working with Adam Durant for a while now. Mm -hmm. So he is in the process of getting his uh, license to ride back. Um, cool. Just in interested to see when the last time you rode in a race was, Guru. I'll go. Anyway, while you're doing that, I'll, this is a fascinating race. I've got no strong opinion. Uh, Kicker Golf Sun was unlucky. Luckless, luckless, luckless. I think it sprints pretty well. It can definitely win. Very hard to line the form up, to be honest. Um, keep attacking from the gate. Probably just on its last run when you get the 1-1 one, one and get beaten in a class three, I'm going to have to take it on from the gate. It's uh, hard to win from the breeze. It's hard to win from last. Forest War is nicely placed. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really good last start. Got caught deep from a good gate. 
on a track you wanted to be near the fence. So it was a pretty ugly old watch, but um, the 1200 has always been a query. Taj goes on as well. Uh, Ultimate Command is the blowout, expected to be a lot longer. It's a far better horse finding the breeze. Yep. Might be able to find the breeze here, might. Just depends what they do with LD Lada, you reckon? Yeah, and yeah. it's just got, if, if other ones do kick up, it's just got no gate speed. Yeah. It's just not mustering. But dearie me, if it finds the breeze, um, watch out because it's win. It's now five starts ago was uh, was dominant and it has not been able to find that spot in running since. So, uh, look, at this stage, at this point in time, I'll, I'll have a look and see if we get any indication from race one how, how things are panning out. But, um, yeah, Astro Warriors hard to beat, but I'm not backing it at 320. Mm. Yeah. Does look the right setup there for Astro Warrior. Mm. Uh, wild front rolling along. Out in front, not necessarily. Not, not yeah. necessarily. Wild front misses the kick at times. Jump mm. well last start, so jumps well. It's the one that will probably lead. But um, if I was an Astro Warrior, uh, would you like to tuck in behind Wild Front or no. sit outside Wild Front? No, you wouldn't want to be behind while Wild Front can stop. Yeah. So ideally, get in front of it. Yeah. Wild Front can miss kicks. Just get to the fence, and make it park behind you. But if yeah. it jumps well, then probably stay outside of it. But otherwise, just be weird. You don't really want to be on its back. You're on the back of a <clears throat> 60, 70, 80 dollar pop. So yeah, uh, um, does look the right. Set up for Astro Warrior has Terry his outlaid. Um, I really like the two trials of Kicker Goldson leading into leading into this, expecting expecting him to go really really well. Fresh, uh, he is sort of double the price of Astro Warrior, Kicker Goldson. So um, yeah, rain of fire from nine from the gate. It's going to be back running on. I would imagine Kicker Goldson takes up a position or um, ahead of Rain of Fire. Um, I don't don't necessarily think that he would have that more of a significant closing speed. So Brad Wheeler on board. I'm expecting Kicker Goal Sun to kick straight first up. Yep. Straight through the big sticks. So oh, it, should have, it should have probably won two more races last yeah. campaign. Then it carries 61 and a half here, other 58 and a half. So yep. yeah, in, very interesting if, if they go forward on keep attacking and there is yep. a three wide line. And yeah, as I said, I just, yeah, Rain of Fire has the potential like, to put this field away. Yeah, flogger, I just, yeah. it's, I, I found an impossible. There's, there's a race, there's about three races in the day that I just can't have a bet because I found it so hard to line them up. Yeah. Um, and I think, well, it's probably more just about learning going forward. So, all right. Yeah. Race three is the bowls. Bowls a sport for life handicap. Mm, lawn don't bowls. Mind, don't mind a lawn bowl. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that's right. We did the old lawn bowls for the we PRG end of year function. We did. Who was the winner? Crip and Dane. Yeah. yeah. The plate. Irony. Uh, yeah, Crip and Dane, the plate. Yeah. yeah, the old knife and fork. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good shout, isn't it? The yep. uh, bowls of sport. Uh, so, bowls, a sport for life handicap. He's uh, race three on the card, 1,200 metres ratings, 72 plus. What do you make of this eight horse field, Garrett? Uh, again, I was expecting to be playing with a nice inside pack. We still probably might mm. be. That's enough. I've actually had enough. Um, Mood swings for me. I'll forgive the last run. Missed the kick. Uh, bog track. Got to the breeze. Hasn't run a bad race for so long, like besides that one. So um, it gets a map to itself here. Even if Corn Cobb goes forward, you'd think it can hold it out. I don't think they'll be as aggressive with Corn Cobb as they were last start. It's run nicer races with cover. It's not It's not necessarily leader though, is it? Yeah, but they just went yeah. mad. Yeah. And that was, I think that was to offset the gate last yeah. time. So uh, I think mood swings will get its own way in front and any type of forgiveness, it, it beats them from there. Um, Macanto's flying. Yeah. Absolutely flying. It just purely comes down to the fact that I think out in front, getting your own way over twelve hundred meters with a kick. Macanto isn't the horse you want leaders back. Mm -hmm. We saw that a few starts ago, and it sort of dented its finishing run. So Macanto ideally wants to be three the fence, but 
I mean, mate, is it Glasgow girl, girl that chops yeah. up in between them and does that cause an issue? So, look, if a happy mood swings turns up, it wins and the price is there for me. Anything north of $3 is is good for me. So that's the way I'm very simply going to play it. If the right mood swings turns up with a soft map at 1,200 metres, um, the last time it was afforded a rail at one by two and a half and yeah. it won softly. So, uh, yeah, mood swings for me, best of the day. Mood swings, best of the day. Yeah, we'll just drop it early. There's not many pre-post bets. This might not even be either, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks looks. Uh, I agree with you, Tara. I think the, with with Glasgow Girl being leaders back could could be a. It could, could be McCanto. Just sorry, it could yep. be McCanto leaders back because Glasgow Girl's actually not getting out. Yeah, it's not, so it's then, then you've got McCanto. You think, oh, that's good for McCanto, but that means it's hunting and chasing yep. as long as Kesh runs them along with moose wings. And I agree. Whether that dents it just a little bit, so. Um, yeah, mechanics flying there. He always was uh, ended up being an eight dollar chance in the new market last Saturday, and just just forget it, forget it. Wrong part of the yeah. track. So it's drawn six on um, Saturday. So you're you're expecting them to scout away from the fence, which is kind of where. Although he did he did follow the rail, and when he won that race this prep, didn't he? That yep. was a thousand meter race at, at Belmont. Rail was crappy last week, though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so if sc- scouting wider, which is more or less the way that he likes to sort of flash, he always could could. Bend Bounce back without surprising. I mean, eight dollars in a listed race coming back into seventy-two plus. But he um, and prior to that, he chased home Will Chino in a hundred thousand dollar thousand meter race, the Nawini. Um, for mine, I I think this horse is just about ready to win a race. Don't fuss. Quick back up. Yeah, um, I've got don't fuss significantly shorter than it is. Yeah. This is placement and a half. Yeah, and it's there's not many middle tiered. So if it can jump, it can just about land. It's not impossible. It lands. This was kind of funny. It was back of um, almost in the breeze. I've, I've got it almost 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just the, A, the stable just, is just crushing it at the moment, Pierce Brothers. Uh, and his, his runs have been really good this prep. I know he's nine and getting a bit he's, – he's obviously past his prime. But that – he loomed last Saturday and that comes a time – Thousand meter rating seventy two plus. He was only beating two lengths on the line, and um, he gets yeah. So he's got Taj on a pos- positivity from from gate seven uh, with a bit of a smother over the twelve hundred. And I wouldn't be he's surprised. Even, he's usually better almost three deep. No, yeah, that's traditionally true. traditionally so. yeah. So he can be he can be working into any. I reckon yep. he can make things interesting for mood swings late. But um, that would be the the that for mine. That's don't fast is the kind of horse who could who could cause a bit of an upset. But it does look. On a platter for for mood swings, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I like what you said about don't fuss. I've got a day uh, equal third elect. Corn cobs continuously mm. respected in the early market. So, yeah, I like the fact that it is because I don't know if it's up to this sort of level. I know how good it was in Jero. Um, but yeah, look, even just sort of Glasgow girl, ten bucks, Holy Ghost, dead last, eleven, twelve, solid, solid as a near yeah. last fourteen. This they're all a bit short. It just shows you it's a it's a pretty pretty thin little race. But um, yeah, don't fuss is one I would have. Because there's always the potential they forget the old boy and he goes yeah. up 25 bucks. Yeah. Then I'd probably be a bit excited just seeing him at around 11. Um, I think I was only about 8.59, so he's, he's slightly above my quote. Um, but, yeah, you know, I just thought they might have a little butcher job and he yeah. might go high teens, low 20s type of thing. So, yeah, not to be. All right. Race four is love the – you gotta love the bolo. Love the bolo Girl handicap. Love the bolo. <laughs> you gotta love the bolo. Race four over one thousand meters. 
What do we got here? Oh, just getting back before we start this race. Sorry, listeners. Braden Garth, who we spoke about, is uh, attempting to get his license to ride back. His last race ride was on August the sixth, two thousand and fourteen. So over eight yeah, years right. ago, according to Racing Australia. Apologise if that isn't right, but that's what I've got in front of me. So um, best of luck to Braden Garth on his comeback mm. to race riding out there with uh, doing some good work there with Adam Durant. So. Um, Right, this uh, thousand meter graduation. Um, I suppose the the, the horse Terry, you're going to run her first of all. First of all, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but the the class runner of the race would, would have to be Universal Pleasure from Stefan Bahala, Stevie Bahala. Stevie Parnham, your second cousin, um, <laughs> Stefan. Uh, trolled, trolled nicely in the lead up to this, drawn gate one on that uh, inside pad there. Uh, in correction, out six metres now. Um, so, Universal Pleasure looks the class. I was Ponyo, uh, bounced back to winners, just sort of fell in there at Northern the other day. Double Jeopardy racing well um, and born to rule first up, uh, got crossed by um, uh, Sokoff in the 1,000 metre race two two weeks ago and um, that was all she wrote there for Born to Rule. But uh, at the moment, Born to Rule, the 3.75, second up, Holly Watson on board, Universal Pleasure, averages out to be about 4.24, 4.40 uh, and then the others are Double Jeopardy, First Law, Agent J, all single figures. Yep. Um, yeah, I think you've summed that up really well. The, the speed map's the, the key here. There's just so much <laughs> of it. Um, does Born to Rule hold up? You, you think that'll be the the aim yeah. um, to, to hold the top on on Born to Rule, but you'd also think Ponyo would want to be prominent, Agent J, I want to be prominent, um, Universal Pleasure will, over the 1,000 will be content handing out. Double Jeopardy was great last start, being allowed to roll, held out Bopping bopping Blue, was it? Yeah. Held out Bopping Blue, and not many horses can probably hold out Bopping Blue. So, um, And then it was, was tough too. So, it was super yeah. tough, yeah. Whether it can be as tough at Belmont, I'm not um, I'm not sure because it, it does love – Sometimes um, it can be a bit – can be a bit downhill, skiers. Can they, uh, yeah, it can. Be, we can also can run really nice races just tucked in. And yeah. uh, sort of the ghost to walk spirited session form uh, is looking better with time. So, yeah, look, I, I agree with the universal pleasures, the class here, and that's the way I'll probably go. I'm, mm. I've marked her favourite, but I'm, um, the trial was so-so, but she had no shades on, so I'm willing to – allow for improvement off the trial. Uh, if she can hold the back of the leader and there isn't too much pressure and a gap appears, her class can probably win it for her. It's more the fact that I just couldn't back so many of these. Border yeah. rules just battling, I reckon. And I, I love Holly. Holly's a great – this is one of those rare ones. It's Clint to Holly that I love. The two kilos of horse going forward. It's it's good placement, but but I just I just don't know if Born to Rule's going. I think it feels like Born to Rule is in a spot where if it gets pressure at all, it just says it, it caves. Ta-da. Caves in, which is why – I'm, I'm, which is why I'm assuming why they grabbed hold and didn't want to get into the speed battle with yep. Sokoff the other day when they had every right to. Um, but that's just my sort of, you know, my view is that perhaps they, well, boy, they've worked out that born to rules um, when it, get, it gets pressure applied early in the middle that it, that it can't sustain it. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe uh, if they're – if they, there is some aggression from horses um, outside looking to cross, that maybe that might be an option there for born to rule rather than Don't kick. it's kick, got the class to sit and win anyway. Rather than spear through and mm. sort of get gassed. Um, and the fact that it's 360, 370 in the market provides some opportunities elsewhere, I think. Very well said. Mm. I agree. Um, double Jeopardy is about six bucks. It's about the right price. You've I got wanted, just, it's tough. It's wanted, good. I, I, I like universal pleasure, right? But I was just interested. In, we've spoken about this this horse previously. Mm. Is it 
Sunny Silk. Sunny Silk. Yeah. Kind of, of race. There's three horses I'm looking at potentially mm. betting. I'm just going to see what the, the late market does and, and see what I see in the first three. But the, the three are Universal Pleasure is the one I'm I'm going to be on without doubt. Um, I, I actually, because I said to you after First Law won that race, I don't think it would be another race. You go back through its form and the second it goes two walks, um, the run where they went so slowly behind Vane Tempest and it's a horse and the, the, the brothers have said to us all the time that it's, um, it needs uh, a strong tempo, which is going to get here. Um, Brandon, I think, was actually booked. Might have jumped ship <laughs> after the booking, I think, I saw, which was quite interesting. Um, but then last start, um, obviously, after its big win, it it's, uh, went down the straight and I just don't think that's ever a good decision for a horse that's in form and showing a bit of a talent around a bend. I don't understand why you'd send horses down the straight unless you're you're searching for something. You know, I just I just don't I just don't get it. Some some stables Harrison's yard and some stables fly around the down the straight, but yeah. I, I just don't get it anyway. Um, but it does look a nice setup for first law. Really, it does. Yeah. It, look, the speeds on. It's going to park midfield. Um, and then, yeah, Sunny Silk. We, we've spoke about finding a, le- a race around this grade where it's good, where it's Joey and not Christy Banner, mm. and um, that's sort of what you find here. So, yeah, I think so. I, I was again uh, written, written by Jade McNaught last start. Yeah, trouble, trouble there for Sunny Silk in that behind Spirit, Spirit Obsession. Session, Run so. behind Sneaky Chance was good before yep. that over the uh, over the thousand meters. So yeah, I think Sunny Silk can can play a part mm. definitely it's it's not a very good race it's not a good race so they're the three i'm, I'm focusing on um i so, need so, go again. so universal pleasure universal pleasure um i'm thinking about 350 universal pleasure that's a very soft 350 mm-hmm. universal pleasure uh 650 first law and uh nine bucks sunny silk so at this stage i'm not backing either of those other two it's just watching for betfair and if they're not respected in the market i might have some consideration um to backing them, but I'm sort of $13 born to rule, which gives you an idea mm. of where I'm at. Yeah, Universal Pleasure looks the looks the winner for me from a class point of view. Matt should get the run, Stevie Parnham, Stefan Vahala. But uh, it's also a worry if it gets double crossed. Yes. You say born to yeah. rule crosses it early, and yeah. then Ponyo then crosses it, and you're three the fence, and you, you probably don't want to be on. No. And uh, I, think I'm, I think I'm just about ready to have something on sunny silk it's been a while but mm-hmm. it just looks like the setup especially as a party back on board could be uh could be her day as well especially the double figures which uh in this kind of race just feels like she's got a bit of a class edge on on most of them, her best form anyway so yep. um all right let's take a break break and we'll uh we've got a big grudge match coming up guru the WA racing mastermind sponsored by the mundaring hotel big grudge match coming up looking forward to it all right, it's now time for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition Grudge Match. Grudge Match, that's right, Terry. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Ian Butchie O'Connor, he's a publican up there. Feed, flutter, froffies, big debt, it's all happening. Say good day. let him know you listen to the 1-1 red carpet treatment up at the Mundaring for all the 1-1 faithful. We've got a uh, we've got a terrific grudge match cool. coming up, advertised on Twitter last night as uh, Dane Hollingworth versus Andrew Walker, but the steward siren has sounded and there's been a late change, mm-hmm. Guru. What's happening? Uh, lame. Lame. lame at the gates, yeah. D Hollingworth, lame at the gates. So we've, uh, we've had Four to go. Four out of five, lame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hollingworth, lame, scratched, at the gates. We've had to go the first emergency. In all fairness, the first emergency maybe should have been a starter anyway. Let's bring him in. Uh, let's bring him in. It is none other than D Cripps. Cripper, how are we? <laughs> 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 oh, 
Christmas music. 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 I think I'm sexy. Yeah, give me the points already. Fuck it out. Uh, is that what a reaction? Is that Christmas music? Tell you what, I remember the Adelaide Power Stands from a few years ago, but the laughing, the loud laughing in someone's face. Jeez, that's an uh, ultimate power move, isn't it? I reckon a lot of the crowd uh, will probably cheer if you walk. What do I get for winning? I just want to figure out how to spend it. Nice joke. Uh, Crip is back from Bali and he is uh, he's back on the one one taking on Andrew Walker. Cripper, good to have you back on the show. Yes, thanks, AJ. I'm uh, feeling quite calm actually. I mean, I know Walker have been up all night studying last night for the, uh, <laughs> the big one, and I've been called up 15 minutes before, so he's got everything to play for. And uh, yeah, and I and I've uh, got nothing to lose. So here we go. <laughs> I mean, you don't actually have a job in racing. The good thing is you're sounding very nasally as well, Walks. You're okay, mate? You got a cold or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Must be a faulty line. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing for you, Crip, I've told uh, I've told Walks it's a uh, Electra bloodstock themed uh, themed quiz. But, uh, I was only obviously taking the piss, but I think he actually believed me. <laughs> <laughs> Dress your soul. Get fresh. Out of flight. So we've got three boys. <laughs> All right. So we've got Daniel Cripps, and we better bring in uh, or introduce our uh, our uh, other challenger, Andrew Walker. What up, Walks? You might you might know him from Twitter. Walks. Thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure, mate. Thank you very much. He's had enough. He's of been. Walks he's been before he was even. He's introduced. been tagged. He's been tagged in uh, recruiting posts for the one one for uh, the mastermind for uh, many a month now, yeah. and finally been able yeah. to pin him down. <laughs> and that culprit, he's next. Once I get through Chris, I'm going to start calling people out, and he's one of them. Doug <laughs> Melvin, you're next. Chris Coucher. I'm coming for you. I'm just going to take scalps. All right, what about Hollingworth? Oh, just, oh, scalps. Holling, nah. Hollingworth's going to nah, have to man. be up there too, doesn't he? <laughs> no, nah, I've got my easy kill now. Well, I'm going for a maiden, then I'll just step up through the grades. Tell you Go what. Go Rooney. Tell you what. He's... It's uh, we've had James, we've had James Stewart on now. We've got Andrew Walker. It's uh, it's Did like you, going from a library to uh, to the MCG where a Carlton versus Collingwood it, game. This it, is uh, it's a vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Dearie, man, it's a vibe. Shout out the penthouse in record speed time, boys. <laughs> we need the hawks on versus uh, hawks, uh, hawks versus walks. walks, walks. How good that All right, Cripper's got around to golf. I think to get to. So let's uh, let's get into it, eh? All right, all right, guys. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. All right. Uh, what up, walks? Are you ready? Yeah, man. Decrips. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Who am I? A bit like BJ at the moment, and you too in a few years' time, I'd be described by many as an honest grey battler. <laughs> now a nine-year-old gelding, I debuted back in 2017, winning three on the bounce in my first race campaign. I am now retired, however, with my last race being in March of this year. My ascension from reasonably good Saturday horse to multiple Group 1 place getter was quite remarkable with my effort behind loving Gabby in the 2019 Group 1 Manicato Stakes. Walks. Walks. Vital Silver. Yeah, it is Vital Silver. 
Very good walks. I followed that up running another game second to Haydock in the winter bottom a month or so later, a big training effort by the Pierce brothers, considering the travel involved, blah, 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 800K. My first name is a synonym for important, while my second name is the medal you'd win if you'd have run second in an Olympic event. Who am I? Vital Silver. Vital Silver. Then rank second. <laughs> Walks oh. is off to a flyer. Crip, just on test your buzzer, mate. <laughs> uh, sorry, you don't just, have, just uh, say my name, mate, if you think you can get it, <laughs> and I'll answer it for you. No, I was going to be in trouble when you started uh, talking over each stuff, but uh, well, I might just hear out. I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. I thought hey, Cripper, so. you should have known that because it runs second in the Moira the night before my Bucksy. There you go. I'm pretty sure you have money on it too. Uh, now, uh, now you remind me. How could I have not got that one? <laughs> Another losing bet. Private. Cheers. Walks one. Tripper, yet to score. Okay. In the spirit of Electra Bloodstock, yeah. how to fly ran fourth in the 2018 Jungle Mist Classic. Name any one of the three horses who beat her home. Walks. Go on. I'm going to say Tango Aura? Nah. No good. Cripper. Basically, Crip, just come up with a, a filly or mare sprinter. Marin. Go on, get there. Oh, four or five years ago. I'll go Misty Metal. He's done it. BJ said walks is a certainty to get this one. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I reckon the only one Crip's going to get out of the first three is Misty Metal. Misty Metal, Celebrity Dream, Private Dance with the first three across the line. Tango Aura even running that race or am I whopping? <laughs> no, nah, you're whopping. I think you're Tango Aura is not a mayor, I don't think, was it? Yeah. Tango, anyway. Uh, no, on, we might have to go to the steward. That might be a negative one. That might be the first <laughs> time we take a point off someone for butchering it that badly. Take five off. Take All right. 1-1. Take five off, I'll still win. <laughs> One one, they're level pegging. Multiple choice. Always good to get a champ question in. Mm. Which of these jockeys has not won on Dig Deep? <laughs> William Pike, Chris Parnham, or Clint Johnston Porter? Crip. Gripper. Three. Chris Parnham. Ah, ah it is Chris <laughs> Parnham. Rode him uh, <laughs> twice, I think, third, third in the Faritha. And uh, during the weight for age series this time around, once, he goes so good. So, Pikey, a couple of times, rode the name, named after William himself. He sponsored it. So, there Very you go. Very good. 2 1. Cooper. Uh, this is match point, you realise, Walks. Do you, do you feel a little bit of pressure? Yeah. <laughs> is that a yes? <laughs> Nah, not at all. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Two, one. Here we go. Who was the original trainer of Stafford's Lad? Oh, my. No idea. Um, can you give us a multiple choice <laughs> option? Three, Cripper. two. Cripper, hang on. Cripper. Did you buzz in? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buzz in. Uh, is it Ian Shield? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, walks. You know what that was? That was a walkover. <laughs> That was I'll a walkover. Biggest game, mate, and delivered an analyst, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> Deary me! How the fuck did you know Ian Shield? No, he just he just won the Pinjari Cup with Jadavi. How do you oh, not know yeah. Ian Shield? I hope Ian Shield's not listening to this because uh, that will be that'll be heartbreaking. Just respect. You can hear the keys typing. Yeah, literally, I could. Ten starts ago. I'll tell you what. If Walks is acting our start and you can call me Lucy May, I reckon. 
He's had that one ready to go, I reckon, just in case he's there. Yeah, he has. That is he's fantastic. Uh, I had 15 minutes preparation. Yeah, long time. <laughs> that ter- he's actually at Terry's looking for the run set. <laughs> yeah. Ian Shields. Fucking Walks has to come oh, back, doesn't he? Does he get? Does, he has to come oh, back. Oh dearie, Melly, purely just for entertainment. He has to come back. Clearly hasn't got a clue about racing. They're just for entertainment value. Walks. Hey, Crip, that's it. But you know, you're sorry, Walks. But uh, quickly, um, Terry, did you get my text? What was that? Oh well, I'm actually taking over the segment right now. <laughs> you're taking over the segment. Yeah, I need two minutes because um, I've been a, a pretty loyal listener to this uh, podcast for a while. And there's been a, a bit of a, uh, a query for mine. So it's a long-running one. Um, you know, who's the actual pilot of this show and uh, and who the co-pilot is? I've actually prepared three questions for you and BJ. <laughs> 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 oh, here we go. <laughs> In a uh, sort of a turn of events, we're going to find out who... Mate, it's, uh, cut, it's cutting out a bit, Walt. We can't really hear you there properly, buddy. <laughs> that is fear. Fear. <laughs> All right, what do you got? You won't test the buzzers or what? Yeah, <laughs> my buzzer works. What do you got? Talk, talk about the right. tail lagging the dog, eh? This is great. Here we go. Are you ready, BJ? BJ. Okay. PJ. Are we doing this? Yes, no. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. All right. I am a 10-year-old gelding. I'm from a stakes-winning, staining mare. Strangely, I am a sprinter. My nickname is the Black Seal. I debuted as a five-year-old when I was back from 10 to $4.60 and saluting. BJ. I sat, go. Black chips? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? Is yeah, that going to work? 100%. Okay. I sat three deep in one. I went on to win three listed races. I'll name them. Belmont Newmarket, Idyllic Prince, and the Straight Six of Flemington. I have recently returned to WA under the guidance of a different trainer, to which I departed. I ran second in the Belmont Newmarket last again, week. Great. Fuck Terry, me, come on. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Make America great again. All right, uh, this one, if you guys don't get this, the potty's off and tell that dog to shut up. <laughs> Ready? I just did a tag. No, you I just did have a tag. This is a big one. This is a big is, one. Okay. Is this real life? I cannot <laughs> believe what I'm hearing. This, <laughs> one, this is a big one. Ready? 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 Rating through the roof. Get me on again. I am a 14-year-old gelding, retired. Thank the Lord. I boast a very impressive 0% win strike rate. Terry. And a 6% go. Wakaha kid. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it is said that if I were a human, I would be the equivalent of Sir Terry Lane. I was trained by Steve Ryan from Albany. Hawkers, horses oh, on Steve Ryan, Fair Ryan are that. believed to be quicker than me. <laughs> you're not allowed to say that name on the podcast after Strictly Cash One. Uh, I think Crit was with me with the illusionist and uh, the other one came to light suffer that day, dearie. Okay, mate. so uh, we're... We're one for one. This is the this is the decider. Hey, no, hey, no, guys, Terry got both of them. Two zero. That's two nil. Fucking hell! <laughs> give us no a, wonder. No, 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 no wonder you that. just got back in three one. Being one for one. Give us no, the all right, right, go, go on. Go on. on. So last point wins. That's what we're actually playing. Bit of a, a twist. Um, <laughs> I am a snitzel gelding, trained by Ross Price in my heyday. In my first six runs, I am Terry, at five BJ. wins. BJ. It was Terry. It was Terry. No, my line's a bit. Go, BJ. 
Nah, I, I might have this wrong still. Nah, I mean. you got it. I'm going to go Smoko. Ah. On. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Oh, well done, BJ. You let me down. <laughs> Very disappointing. Sorry, Wolves. We're uh, <laughs> Gee, we, good, we, we usually have a crack at the questions before we come on, and I reckon BJ beats me ninety five percent of the time. So, uh, yeah. I've I've got a good set there. Thanks for the set, Wolves. Sorry, I didn't send you your set. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all good, man. I must have been left out of that. Just going to just rip, didn't you? Still took ages to answer. We need, we need walks back. We need, we need more walks, I think. So, Cooper, yeah. congratulations, mate. Once again, your uh, the WA Racing Master $100 <laughs> gift voucher to the uh, Mundaring is on the way. I think that's the first time for Cooper. Cooper, that's your first win? Yeah, don't say one. Yeah, come on, don't. yeah first time. I, um, but I did, yeah, I gave Toby a run for his that's money. Right. So, um, yes. That's right. Yeah, yes. So, yeah. That's basically a win. Yeah. No surprise that I uh, just batched of walks are quite happily, is it, really? In <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in shock, like I've had a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I actually I actually owe walk to dinner, so we, uh, I might even be taking him up the hills to uh, spend that 100 bucks. But in saying that, I've been listening to the last five minutes. If we do, I reckon we'll have to take separate cars. I don't reckon I'll be able to uh, <laughs> handle my drive back down there with him. So, yeah, we yeah. Oh, dearie, man. This is, I'm, I'm tired from listening to fucking walks in the last 10 minutes, honestly. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that he's honouring the meal that he owes. <laughs> like, the slightest bloke in Australia. Oh, uh, well, Crips, you are the mastermind, but Andrew Walker, what an impression he's made on debut oh, on the 1-1. One, one. Gee whiz. I'll tell you what. He, he, may not have, he may not have won the race, but it, it, it's showy, isn't it? It's yeah. been showy. Dearie, <laughs> me. Might be a few pounds. Good in the mounting yard. Yeah, very very good. Oh. Paraded well. Just a massive <laughs> flop, aren't they? <laughs> well, boy, boys, I'm in uh, Melbourne next week, so I won't be able to defend my title. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get walked on again, be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need a week to get over it at least, Harry. <laughs> uh, I'm only coming back to Collingwood, don't I? Brilliant stuff. Thanks again, <laughs> Cripper. Uh, enjoy your uh, stay in Melbourne. Big game this weekend. Carlton versus Collingwood. Enjoy that live. Walks, we'll get you back on very soon, mate. Thank you very much. Bye, Sal. Thank you. Uh, thanks, boys. Catch thanks, up. boys. Jeez, I never thought that uh, mastermind was going to end there, Guru. <laughs> Theory, mate. Uh, what up? Should be what up talks, shouldn't it? <laughs> What up, talks? Yeah, that was uh, that was epic. D Daniel Cripps is uh, he is uh, on top of the mountain at the moment as the WA Racing Mastermind. But um, what up, walks man? Such an impression that uh, don't be surprised to see him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he talk, taking, by, by popular demand uh, taking scalps. Uh, so <laughs> we uh, so we look forward to uh, walks taking scalps in the uh, in the coming weeks before we uh, get ourselves organised for the. For the uh, mastermind featuring the W Racing yes, media. The media, my father heard this. You um, heard your proposal, mm. and he was gobsmacked that you left one of uh, the most knowledgeable men in W Racing out of who Ernie Manning. Oh. Of course, Ernie. Ernie, Dad yeah. said that uh, Ernie would love to do it, which I'm just throwing Ernie on the bus, and yeah. uh, he would uh, take scalps to quote. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, looking forward to it if we can if we can rustle up the uh, yeah the creme de la creme. Uh, just got to get onto it, you know. Yeah, yeah, just got to add to the list. <laughs>
You're trying to look after two dogs, mate. It's a full-time job. <laughs> trying to look after two dogs, oh, yeah. shifting rails. Bloody yeah, hell. Well, let's go do this whole thing again <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> rewriting oh, yeah. the rewriting previews. Yeah. It's been a big week for the Guru. So. Yeah, it's hard bloody work, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <Tell you what. laughs> Race five um, is the Christina Christic grabs gold handicap. Congratulations, Christina. Her and Alan Ryan came up trumps to take gold for Australia in the women's pairs at the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. So Women's pairs of what? Uh, lawn bowls. Lawn bowls? Yeah, oh, so it's course. lawn bowls. West Australia must be uh, sponsoring oh, the, the meeting. So Christina and Alan, they won the women's pairs gold. It's gold for Australia. And um, they, uh, so yeah, this race is, is honouring Christina and her achievements there at the Commonwealth Games. So congratulations to uh, Christina and uh, to all the Australians who represented us so uh, admirably over there in Birmingham. So this is a 72 plus 2000 metre uh, event and uh, a bit of a much of a muchness with this um, this field going around. A lot of these horses ran in the uh, Al Norman race a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. and uh, they front up here. Al Norman um, led throughout. Um, Crescent City was in that race up on top of the speed. They sort of fought it out. There was a, there was a kind of a mid-race move there with, with uh, Maginica sort of flushing a couple of runners there. It got interesting and uh, uh, Sugar Cane was in the race as well. But um, there's a couple of horses bringing different form lines um, into this nine horse 72 plus. How did you assess this race? I, I think history can repeat itself, mm. to be honest. Um, yeah, I, Al Norman's 550 at the moment. It's the type of horse that I don't think there'll be a great deal of support about. Um, but the way the track was there, because that was that massive leader bias day. So that was one of those ones we talk about adjust on the fly. And yeah, it ended up it sort of still jumped around that 20, 23, $24, $25 mark. And I, it was, I'm, um, I'm pretty sure, sorry to go off, pretty sure in the preview when we I spoke back about the roughies, yeah. No, no, but this that was the race that was transferred and in the original race it was it eight was, nine it bucks. was eight, uh, eight yep. dollar chance yep. yeah and i was actually keen to have something on and yeah anyway so it's uh our norman's been a very good horse to of course you over, did over yeah. the journey um yeah but it was a bit of a gift that's the one thing i'll say expect yeah. bold success and lactar ramoli to probably apply the pressure a bit earlier yeah um but i don't think that necessarily will work against our norman as long as Nucky is awake and doesn't let it cross and um, just kicks up and runs him into the ground because Crescent City had it done. Um, yeah, it was over. Uh, it was all yeah. over. And our Norman has run a quick last two going away from it on the line. So the drop back to 2000 will suit Crescent City because I don't think Crescent City is a proper stayer. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of a molar, 1800 meter horse max type thing. It's got that, got that grounding run under it now. Yeah, it's got the grounding run. Crescent City will be super popular. And that's yeah. that's the reason <laughs> I'm presuming our Norman will be a silly, um, a silly little drifter here to six, seven, eight dollars. And I reckon the way it won. And it, and the way it races. You've always had a bit of a soft spot for this. I just track. love these front running types over a staying journey. Mm -hmm. And it, there's no, yeah, there's not a huge amount of other pressure um, that should come. I can't see any major mid race moves here. So um, as long as we get a little drift, I'm probably going to go back to the well. Yeah, I can see that again. No, um, mm -hmm. take uh, take luck out of the equation, and um, it's been so good since it's gone to the the Willis Yard. And it was funny because early doors, I did my ass on it on debut. I, I knew the Fernies had a big opinion of it, and um, I think they just cracked the shits and eventually sold it. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, well, he's, it's he's, only just turned five. Like it's not. Yep. He hasn't been his style of racing as well. You can go up through the greys, and it's the type of horse that if you do, you start getting up in the weights. Um, and you do start stringing a few together, you can chuck an apprentice on because it jumps, runs, and rolls. Like that horse with Holly Holly Watson on, it's going to go just as well. So it's a yeah, a great a great horse to own to be our normal. I reckon there's four or five more wins.
in mm. him. So just got to uh, just got to be his day rolling along out in front. Anywhere from sixteen to two, two. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, the guru makes perfect sense there with our Norman. I'm pretty keen to. I think he's just going to control the race again, isn't he, Pete? Mm. On uh, Pete Nucky there on our Norman bold success sitting outside it. Cash uh, to Lacta is um, is uh, probably suits bold success. He does go best for Lacta, probably. Do you think? Yeah, I think they were. I think that they would have liked to see Kesh pull the trigger um, a bit earlier. They, but in saying that, I just think Bolt Success went a little bit ordinary last time out. Um, but most of Bolt Success's runs, it sort of pulls the trigger and sort of goes for home from the five hundred type thing, or at least tries to really ramp it up from the six seven. So that's that's my caveat with with our Norman. Just that little bit of a concern that they might soften each other up and maybe see something sitting in behind. Um, Alden's way under the odds for me, um, personally. But it does, yeah, it does drop, sugar cane does drop, doesn't win out does of does six kilos yeah. Alden. I think that's why it sort of um, come yeah. up in the uh, maybe in the index cards, perhaps. Yeah, Elementaria <laughs> form as well, even though. They end up being a very uh, thin field, Alimentaria. They all bloody end up a six-horse field. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Really fell right away. Ended up in a bit of a procession yeah. out in front for uh, Brad It did. looks that way too. Yeah. And I was looking at the Betfair market going, this is only going to go one way in yeah. this heavy deck. And um, I missed that. Yeah. What was Betfair doing? Ah, uh, mate, it was 290 and I was happy with that. But yeah. by the time I started pulling the trigger, it was into 240 and I, I let it go. Right. started yeah. proceeding. So, But that was, that was smart money and that's money that – yeah, that was very obvious and smart mm. money, I think. So the race had a feel on paper when they all came out, and that's exactly how it panned out. Uh, the blowout horses right down the bottom, truly reliable. Big runs in the AHA. Um, Perth Cup wasn't as big a run. I had yeah. no luck, but it's just uh, it's clearly got staying ability, and there's a this is just a moderate field. I wanted, um, I wanted to know your thoughts on its last run. I went back looking. The fence was ice cold. Yeah. So forget Where did, forget where did positive run. impact come from? That's why positive impact was almost – well, so good because right. coming through the field that day, none of, none of them were. All the winners were out wide. Yeah. So. I just watched the replay out of context and it looked yeah. like positive impact just gave truly reliable, complete yeah. wind burn, right? And I, but we already have established truly reliable's capabilities up over, a, over mm-hmm. middle distance. So I just thought that run was a little bit plain, but it- um, Forgive that fence. Forgive, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. the, the fence was real poor there. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm sort of about $9, $10 truly reliable. I can see- it's nearing Maddy territory here, mm. but it's might be one that continues to flop, flop and out. Last so. point: we were bracing ourselves for uh, improvement from Bad Wolf. Do you think that's far away, or are you just holding fire? Holding <coughs> fire for now. Yeah. Yeah. Holding fire for now. So, especially it's got a. If it is the run for it, Holly then has to navigate the gate, and so there's a lot, yeah. a lot that has to go right. So, we'll uh, maybe this could be the grounding run, and we look at it next start from a better alley. Okay, our Norman is uh, the way that we're both uh, going to go here uh, in the. 2000 meter race five christina christie grabs gold handicap race six the professionals handicap 1200 meter graduation uh number four cheerful moment raced at belmont yesterday ran second um is a scratching so it's now down to a nine horse field terry Yes, it certainly is. And this is one of those races that I just couldn't line up, to be honest with you. Uh, Alsafina might have the most ability of this lot returning. Um, it was given a couple of peaches by Chris Parn from the inside alley, winning on a pretty firm uh, Ascot yeah, yeah. deck yeah. Um, twice. Uh, it comes across. It probably just about found the rail. I don't know if it's that quick, though, so it doesn't take much from another one of them to want to lead for it to be a different story, but probably goes close to finding the rail. Let's gallivant's. 
I think better than even the Pierces probably think it is the way it's winning at the mm. moment. That was um, its last win. It was entitled to the run it had, but it won dominantly. Um, and even the run before behind Dorado, the hibiscus lady form looks better now. Um, Ollie's choice form first up this campaign. It's just it's going super, but it's mm. probably going to have to win from the breeze, you'd yep. think. I think they just got to own it and say, let's go forward. Um, even lead if um, Al Safina doesn't begin all that well. Um, look, Honey Dew, the way it won was wild. It's yeah. the one you have to just sort of have on top on that win, but it's probably going to get a soft six, not a heavy eight. Uh, Sean O'Donnell being on, is he definitely on? Because he's off yesterday. I'm not sure. There's no change. For that's him. important because it looks to uh, Honey Dew looks to go better for Sean, like massively better for Sean. So that's a big change if not. So it's the one that should park on him. And on that with the Al Safina and Let's Gallivant doing the work to get to the top and it just behind him, it makes the most sense. But Will it repeat that performance? Was Agent J just a dead horse completely? I mean, Guns of Navarone's run third. Maybe they were all just beaten horses. Yeah. Like it was a bunch against a bunch of nothingness. Uh, Strike Now's got some ability. I'm mm. I'm not sold on Strike Now. I, I think, yeah, I'm not completely sold on Strike Now, but I'm not. I'm still not sure exactly either. It wouldn't surprise me if it came in and won. Vital Blast, a long time between race and trial. Cold Chisel, back on top of the ground to a degree. Yep. It'll be suited and it can run a better race. But um, but it's probably got to be Long Knife Brother for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is one of the highlights of the day. Isn't story, it? Isn't it? I'm joking, by the way. Do not have a sense of Long Knife Brother. <laughs> LK, it's a million to one. LKB. Um, isn't it great to see? Yeah. How yeah. good. Uh, having its first run for Karen Kersley. Deary me. This is great stuff. Desi's I watch the trial to sanction me anything. <laughs> Just give me anything. <laughs> Just give me an excuse to back this. Sir, uh, Sir Desmond Atwell himself has uh, has handballed the uh, responsibilities of saddling up LKB to Karen Kersley here in Ascot. I wonder if that's got something to do with uh, the relationship that Long Knife Brother had with Taj Dyson um, last uh, last time in work. Taj, of course, being the son of Karen Kersley. Mm. So uh, no doubt there's a the tie up there that has led to the uh, the training change. But um, GC ran some big races last prep. Certainly did. Hates, hates an inside draw, actually, which is probably <laughs> a negative. So um, yeah, no, we like uh, we like that we like the brother. Yeah, he ain't heavy. <laughs> he's <laughs> long knife, brother. LKB, uh, what a, he's a, yeah, like his trainer. He's a real cult hero here at the one one. If you if you haven't uh, picked up on that from our tone, uh, I think Elsa, uh, I'm pretty keen. Elsafina, actually, yep, yeah, um, best horse, best horse. Uh, even that third was to Warm and Fuzzy and, and Viamonte. Warm and Fuzzy went on and won again, and following that. And uh, had some really good sort of seventy-two plus type form mm-hmm. um, for Ashmaley there. That was its third run, um, so it was after a trial and three runs. So it was deep into its first preparation. Has the uh, tri- Larkill eighth of August trial under its belt. El Safina. It was a good trial, wasn't it? Mm. You don't know what I'm talking about. Do you? It's, <laughs> so, uh, it was on the filmed on the mobile phone. Yes, you couldn't watch it. You got no idea how it's going. Well, that was the same trial as Let's Steal, who's racing today, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, that's correct. Yes, because yeah. uh, the Red Can Man trial was uh, was the trial previous as well. So, the, the, it was apparently the um, the vision uh, vision department was a little bit late late to the mm. Larkill trials on that particular occasion. But someone luckily was filming it on their mobile phone, so we, we got some sort of some sort of guy, something, something. <laughs> but uh, El um Yeah, I just think from a from a class point of view, and I know that when she won her first two races, that the stable spoke quite highly of uh, of this particular horse. So yeah. uh, the gate obviously sticky, but 
Um, we'll just we'll see how that sort of plays out. But for me, it's uh, it's got to be between El Safina and uh, Let's Gallivant El Safina four twenty on top. Cool. Yeah, and um, I've got them equal favourites too. But uh, it's exactly right. Very uh, difficult to line them all up in there, isn't it? Mm. All right, moving on to another horse. This will be interesting to get your opinions here, BJ. In the Amelia Park, I've just skipped past the race. In the AFGRI, AFGRI equipment handicap. Uh, over the 14. A bit of AFGRI. Love a bit of AFGRI equipment. That's a ordinary name, isn't it? AFGRI. Definitely roll off the tongue. <laughs> um, over the 1,400 metres, it's a 66 plus. Uh, Advanced is the short price favourite here. Do you think that's too short? What are we? Oh, it's 210. Mm. Keep shortening. Yeah. The more you shorten, the better. Oh, hang on. Something's come out as well. Oh, that's why it's short. And she's just, oh, the one I was going to. She's a sweet deal. I already, yeah, I'm already square on the race then. Mine's scratched. I thought that was a great setup, but she's a sweet deal mm. from the barrier. Didn't know if it had the class to win, but I just knew I was going to get each way price was, when I run a race. Yeah. So it's oh, come out. That's, that's good. Do you know why it came out? I think. Um, because they were excited about racing at the the true paddock. <laughs> I think they were a bit it's a flat. protest scratching. Yeah, exactly right. So, <laughs> well, which, uh, yeah, which kind of kind of um, what well, obviously makes sense now why advance is tightened up as much as it has. Yeah, but yeah it's still a little bit skinny for me. Yeah, um, but. Um, did did relish the rain affected uh, first start for Michael Grantham at Northern back mm-hmm. in, on the twelfth of May. There just made a mess of them, and um, even the failure in the sixty yeah. plus ended up being behind above the peg and Savage One, Savage One. Yep, yep. He's got dig deep form, so yeah, it all um, yeah, it all lines up for advance. It's just not going to get me at two dollars ten. I think I was two eighty with Caesar Sweet Deal on the race. So I'm probably more like two. 5260 but you just yeah just all i'll say is that win it feels um, it feels it feels a bit um a bit of a reach getting on it that price on a thursday yeah do you, do you feel it's been last like, last like campaign like it was like absolutely Betfair's, hammered i feel like betfair's going to be better than that you'd one. think so i've had a look at its figures from those two runs and they were big yeah yeah they were astronomical comparative to the what's facing here, yeah, so. yeah. but you think yeah, I don't know. It's not It's not going to be for me at that, that price. By race seven, we can have a look how it's playing. If that inside pad's great, it's going to be very hard to beat. On the back of OBH, who should be able to control it. Gets a really nice map for the first time. This campaign, OBH, I still don't know where he's at. Um, he's at? Yep. Yeah, I don't know where he's at uh, as a horse. And 1,400 is right on his limits. So can't consider him, but... Um, very even bunch outside of that. Lots of question marks on all of them. I think Blind is very close to its limit and it's just hard to place it. But it's the right type of race. Fane Tempest gets fo- – that uh, was a horrible ride from Paul Harvey last start. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I really struggle with the pont um, at times when we, when we team up for reasonable size bets. Just, just going back inside runners on a wet track for a horse who's notorious for wanting running room on a day you probably did want to be central. It just defied – it just – yeah, it was just defied belief, to be honest with you. Uh, especially come to, to time had that three wide, yeah. no cover, exactly where it was going to be. It was, it was almost just out of, yeah, I don't know. So I love Brad or Willie going back on, but fourteen hundred meters. I don't know. Um, don't know whether we'll get the fourteen, but if they do get the fourteen, it, you know what? It probably just wins. It's its form's just better than these. Position of power is a funny horse, isn't it? Position of power, Brandon. Um, I think it's a tough ride for mm. Brandon, so we'll take his on. OBH, I just mentioned, Alay Alay. That form is that's probably as good a form yeah. line you'll read in this, but it yeah. got the run of the race towed up into it to mm-hmm. finish in that spot. You know, so yeah. I sort of had to do that, but from the nice gate, it can win. Fangio, I presume the Morton Yard will be looking to learn here. They'll mm-hmm. drop back to last. Um, it's a horse with a lot of upside, but you need to take that in a fair bit of trust. Little flirt might appreciate the senior going back on, but it's hard to come at a horse. 
who was three back the fence on a rate on a on a day you wanted to be on that fence on a wet track and didn't I don't know didn't let down as well as you'd like. Cole Lee um, is a runner. I'm really interested to see how it goes because I think it's going super. Um, I thought it was a better run than Little Flirt last start. Yep. And it carries a career low weight by some distance here. Prior run to Ollie's Choice, who is the Saturday class force, was huge. Um, yeah, I think Cole Lee with the low weight can surprise a few and, and run you a race. And that might even turn into my my bet potentially. And zero demerits had a little break. Whether it's going to be the same horse after that 35 days as it was, I'm not sure. So, look, everything points to advanced winning. It's just sure. A bit short uh, for me. One, when you go through them like that, it's uh, mm -hmm. especially with the she's a sweet deal scratching. It's um, the percentages of the uh, other horse in the race sort of ensure that advance is going to be. I wanted to let's just super, say I wanted to get it sure. beaten. I wanted to get it beaten, and I've still got it to two fifty, two sixty, yeah. which tells you a story. Mm. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just hold fire for now, and I'll probably be willing to have something on either Vane, Tempest, or Coley. Yeah, I like what you day. said about Coley, and um, yeah, it's it was a bit of a kind of a bit of a myth, really, Coley, wasn't it? But I feel like it's it's become a it's become a lot more trustworthy. Yeah, um, with its with actually wrote. Something nearly exactly that. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, and uh, and zero demerits. I think that he's the kind of horse that you can never really leave out of these type of races. He he's a, he can sort of mess up your quaddies, and he's uh, he can be that sort of horse. And on his day, on a, at a wet Belmont um, or a rain affected Belmont, so to speak, then uh, he can. Um, yeah, he's he's what's he run? He's won three of eleven at the Belmont fourteen hundred. Um, Five of his six wins have been at, at this track, and um, yeah, I feel as he just loves the loves the the place, so mm -hmm. he can uh, he can certainly give this a bit of a nudge. But really, the um, all the the market is suggesting, and uh, all the numbers are suggesting that advance is uh, well and truly the horse to beat. Yeah, exactly right. I'll wait and see what's happening on the day. If three wide no covers the best spot, then I might be on Fake Tempest. Yeah, <laughs> it might get me if uh, if it's a massive you lead your win day, and I just the fact that it'll dominate the race, I. Might be willing to have something on OBH if it's twenty five dollars mm. plus. So yeah, um, yeah, advanced should win. Probably shouldn't bet him. Yeah, okay. Race eight is the feature of the day. It's the Amelia Park Blue Spec Stakes Hall of Famer Blue Spec. Um, this, so we're honouring uh, one of the greats of the WA Racing here. Uh, it's a sixteen hundred meter eighty four plus post this race. Um, the majority of these will be heading to the Coolgardy Cup, the first of the. Um, the historic three uh, Goldfields Cups there, the Coolgardy Cup, Boulder Cup, and Kalgoorlie Cup. But the Coolgardy Cup is on Sunday, September 4. So this is a bit of a stepping stone race for some of these gallopers heading towards the Goldfields. Terry? Yeah, I think the market's – the market was very close to my market when they went up. Um, there's four horses which stand out, and the market's grabbed them and plonked them on top. So um, Ginger Fly was surreal after the money came. Uh, the query has to be a little bit of a sticky mat for a horse that's not jumping well. So things can end up ugly very mm. quickly, uh, especially with the apprentice on board though. You, yeah, she's an apprentice, but she's riding like a senior. Yeah, basically. She's, you're not, she's flying, yeah. You're not, you don't uh, lack confidence in, in Holly Watson, that's for sure. But I expect her to probably drift a little bit from that price. I think she's probably bare bones, but I said that last start. She found even further. So, um, Savage One should leave. You, uh, you went to know that uh, it was a the travelator was set up there. Well, the it was for the fence, though. It was still super win. It was a great win, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was something else, wasn't it? Um, Savage One uh, should find the fence here, you'd think. Loses, it, loses Clint. Yeah, interesting the, the – 
the way that Ginger Fly has evolved from being a bit of a one-trick yeah. sort of front runner to to being able to win yep. in different ways. So it's a real feather in the hat. Like she's a six-year-old man now mm-hmm. that she's continuing to – she's only just really starting to – Start, like she's career best at the yep. moment. So, yeah, being um, ridden with a bit of cover, and I think that's more come from the fact she stopped jumping well. So yeah, they've had to do that. So. Yeah, but just the, sh- the strength that she was able yeah. to produce in this late in that race, and they weren't slouches. She sort of yeah. worked over. So exactly good win. Right. Yeah, sorry, mate. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, Savage One should lead. Loses CJP. It was really good in the breeze last start. The um, the breeze was the 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 wrong lane to be in, and it was uh, really tough. So from the rail, uh, I think it's going to be very uh, hard to run down out in front. Plain and so I think it, I think it was West River Miracle. I think was the horse that won from the breeze. On yeah, that and day. beat No Apology. Uh, and, and No Apology nearly beat Savage One the previous start. There's nothing between these uh, runners. Like No Apology was a. Class five horse. And, and I think, I think multinational breezed and run second and it came out and won yeah. the other day. So there's so. all the intertwining form lines. Mm. Long story short, there's nothing between yeah. these. Like Fanta, you've got to have queries on Fanta or just on the obvious <clears throat> things on the surface. A, um, you're not going to find a rail. It's found the rail the first three goes. Yep. It's very low, unless they really pressure it. But you'd think the first go at the mile, they're not going to want to go too hard. Or first, they've failed twice previously at the mile. This is probably a different setup. The horse is in a very good space. Did Fanta go around in a double guineas? Yep. Yeah, yeah, ran 14th. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, that's that's a risk, but it's it's winning at the moment. Um, and, and then the second thing is, does the horse and Brandon are getting along really well? Mm. Obviously, Brad Parnham going on is never a negative, um, but uh, it is a change in hoop. That could also bring an extra length out of it, mm. potentially, with the senior going on. So, just from the breeze up to the mile, that's big question marks for me. So, it's the one I've marked fourth favourite. No apology parks on him. There's a lack of mid-tier speed in this, so it probably lands on the back of whoever it wants to. Because um, I know, I think the plan with Dig Deep is to take a bit more of a hold out of the gate and really just let him one, fall asleep. One pair back, yeah, yep. be an extra pair back. So no apologies should get to pick his um, his back. And mm. geez, he's no battler. He was beaten by Western Miracle on the better lane last start, which. Mm. Doesn't fill you with confidence, but maybe shows you that there isn't much between the 66 pluses and the 84 plus horses we're looking at here. So, but he, he's the one that maps to stalk him and get that final crack and loves to loves to sting out too. Yeah, it loves to sting out too. So, yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. And then yeah, Dig Date looked the winner last start. Loom didn't give a didn't give a yelp, which was mm. highly disappointing. Very hard to back um, off that run, but. Yeah, on the surface, it's a great setup for Dig Date, really, but just simply didn't go well enough to consider um, last start with the perfect run with Lucy Warwick on board. So when um, when we first started previewing this race, I was convinced that you were going to make a really, really, really strong case for he's a pro, our man, Magic Mike. Well, I said I mentioned it to you. Was that on air before or off air? <laughs> off air. That was off air. I mentioned to you before just the fact there's nothing between these. Uh, oh, you're gonna thought I was gonna pick on his placement. No, I'm picking on his placement. Isn't there? A, isn't there another? There is. Mile it's a perfect of- race, <laughs> and he's a pro's going really well. So you yeah. know what? Just. All I'm going to go back to a horse above it called Brother Paddy. Yeah. It was a 66 Raider going into the um, Eurythmic. Eurythmic, yeah. 69 Raider, sorry. And it's run second to Prince Turbo in the Eurythmic, which is a – that's and, probably an 85, 90 plus. Split, split Prince Turbo and Marachino. Yeah. They were in first and second. The exactly state, right. So. And I don't like – yeah, he's a pro. Loves a sloppy, <laughs> loves a sloppy deck. So all I'm saying is the fact that it's that far of its grade. Like if you raced, he's a pro and no apology. You know, yeah. There, there's just not a huge amount between them. Yeah, that's I all. So, what but yeah, go on, run third and get ten points. That'll be smart. <laughs> um, yeah. So market's about right for me. I'll see what the how the track's playing and how it's looking on the day. But um, I'd say at this stage of proceedings, I'm probably looking at um, uh, at. Savage one on the yeah. apology. Yeah. But um I'm I'm pretty open here. Yeah. 
tell them we're coming. I just love to see them just dead cold. Put it to sleep from barrier two. Let it be for the fence. I think the horse is gone, but just let it be for the fence. Don't try and find a spot to like and then use it. Actually, early, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. I think that just let it fall asleep. Even almost, if you run on into fifth, just see you got something there. I don't know what's uh, what's wrong with. Tell him we're coming the horse, but it's, it's it must be a tough ride because I reckon it's the worst ridden horse in Western yep. Australia. If yep. you go back and look through its replays, it's uh, it is horrid. The whole horrid, horrid. I also think it's cooked. But tell you what, if there's going to be a blowout in this race at 40, 50 to one, it's it's tell him we're coming. Mm. So I actually, uh, yeah, Red Army's Red Army's back after a long stint on the sidelines there for uh, Grant Alana Williams. They've uh, obviously spent a lot of time patching patching him up and getting him back to the races. Taxigano for Brad Graham. So there's a there's a there's um, some battlers. There's some battlers, yeah. There's but some, but this is boys. which is why in isolation. Um, You're going to throw out Stafford's lad or no, something? No, like I just keep coming back to to dig deep. I know the run was was just a bit touch plain the other day, but I don't know. There was it just feels like just feels like the uh, he's he's might get the squeeze in the market out a little bit. He did last up. Yeah, I I backed him to win everything, mm. uh, all of the money in, in in everywhere, and I I think he just broke my heart last start. Yeah, because I was pretty keen. Um, Lucy rode him. We had a chat and she even she knew how important the rail was. So when yep. she saw the opportunity to get in front of Blinder and take the back of No White Flay, like at the six hundred, when he was travelling like that, like honestly, my yeah, just poked a little hole in me jocks. It was um we were fairly fairly excited, we'll say. <laughs> Dearie me. Maybe he doesn't like Belmont. Maybe it was a bit yeah. too wet. Yeah. But maybe BJ has just hit his mark. So the, his record at the track is eight for no place. Yeah, I think that's places. six. I think that's six goes at weight for right age. For age, yeah. I think. Yeah. Or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And one of those was a fast finishing fourth. I don't know. It was last. he was he was sort of oh, oh, it was just four or five weeks between runs the other day. Yeah. Uh the uh yeah, I May he might get me on Saturday, especially if it's twelve, fourteen dollars bet fair, something like that. If he did what he did last start, he'd be over twenty to one. Mm. Because there's only an extra horse in this in Fanta. So, and then, so who gonna, was, who was in the last? Oh, so it's basically Fanta for no white flag. Yeah, that's the trade out. So. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, he won't be supported. Mm. He won't be supported. So champ. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that'll do me. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. Ba- he's the one horse, and I really try not to. And I got offered into a horse midweek and I sort of snapped said, no, no more horses. It's affecting my punting because I own too many slow horses and I feel like I need to back them. But it's the one horse I will just go full mug on every start. But I've done that when he's won twice. Mm. So, fuck it. What of it? Yeah, dig deep. Best. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Best. I don't think it's in my four. I don't think, I don't think I've listened to him before. Well, it was probably- He just broke my heart last time. He, he hasn't done much heartbreaking for me. But don't forget that when you did the, your four-year analysis, the rail was true. Oh, so he loves it at six. <laughs> oh, you beauty! I didn't realise that. Yeah. Oh, cracker. Yeah. That's so uh, yeah, but um, it's going to be. It, it's it, you spoke about this last week about the up and comers versus the uh, the old boys, and the um, your ginger flyers. Even though she's six, but ginger flyers, Fanta, Savage one. They're on the way up where these other blokes are on their mark. So it's going to be. Um, that's going to be the how you assess the blue spec, whether you hold fire with a horse like Dig Deep or um, you uh, you just fall, fall in line and um, 
and uh, stick with the up-and-comers such as your Savage one who's probably going to rail in front with Lucy on board and to give a kick and take some running down. So, um, so yeah, that's the uh, blue spec stakes previewed. And, um, yeah, we've got to move on to the lucky, otherwise the, known the as the… Lucky, the get-out stakes, S-T-E-A-K-S. I'll tell you what, you're going to earn your meat this week. BJ, this is a this is a proper, a proper, uh, proper wide raffle. Affair. Raffle, yes, exactly right. Um, a proper raffle here. The Get Out Stakes, extremely popular Twitter-based competition, mm. brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out there at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Shout out to our man Timmy Hewitt. He runs the show. It was his forty-first birthday during the week. Uh, congratulations, Timmy. Hope you had a ripper there with the family. Um, Timmy and his team, terrific operators out there at Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Go out there uh, and uh, fill your bags up there with all the all the goods there, the gourmet group one goods out there at uh, Market City Meats. And Timmy and the team, they will uh, let, take care of you. That is for sure and certain. So show. we had a. Uh, Sam White rule last yeah, week, Terry. We <clears throat> Always love when the Sam White rule comes into it. It's been a while. Yeah, we better reach out to Sam White. I haven't seen him on Twitter lately. Mm. Hope he's uh, hope he's doing all right, Sam. If you're uh, if you're still kicking there, mate, um, be good to <laughs> good to give, good to hear from you. Seems you sound like Scott Embry interviewing Ray Malpass. <laughs> <laughs> he might not be on Twitter anymore, Sam White. So yeah, um, yeah. anyway, we dusted off the Sam White rule last Saturday because uh, we had. Um, Two contestants who were uh, the same margin away from River Rubicon, 0.68 length official margin, uh, 6.4 length official margin there. But it was Jared Crichton, otherwise known as the all-in all, all rascal. Uh, this is about time that you make a reference to Jesse Crichton, the Dockers player. That's yeah, how it yeah. usually plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Jared has now won three get-out stakes. He's really snuck under the radar as mm. uh, the all-in rascal. Um, so... Um, he, uh, yeah, so congratulations, Jared, that uh, $50 um, gourmet beef package there for Market City Meats. Make sure you uh, go and pick that up. But uh, condolences to, uh, he's called the Mancad Martin, Ricky's at Ricky's Punting on uh, on Twitter. I think he's been- Ravi Ashwin. I think he's been uh, rolled, Sam White rule, twice. Uh, what'd you expect when you're going to be, uh, when you're going to be taking the bales off before the ball's <laughs> even bowled? <laughs> Mancad, uh, Mancad Martin, Ricky Punting, he, uh, geez, I think, I reckon, I'm almost sure and certain that the Sam White rule, he's been on the wrong side of it twice. So uh, he's due for a bit of the, the rub of the green. So, um, but that is, uh, that was last week's Get Out Stakes. To enter this week's Get Out Stakes, race nine at Belmont. Let us know you think we'll win the last, uh, this Saturday, um, August 20. On Twitter, let us know at the 1 1 pod who wins and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. I started with this race. And it broke me early. Mm. Like, it just broke me. Like, it just it broke me. Yeah. But well, now the rails at, now the rails at the six meter pad. It all makes This is actually a serious comment. Yeah. I actually, because I was a bit, I, I actually like it a bit more so if the track's playing fairly. But, um, first of all, speed map wise, BJI, it's the hardest part in the 14 horse field is there's no obvious speed, which I found quite incredible. Um, mm. All things considered. So the horses I looked at were right at the top. I think there with the apprentice going on, it would make complete sense to go and own it with Catalpa. Yes. Um, and on a leader by his day, it would be very hard to get past, I'd suspect, actually. It's mm -hmm. might have the most class of 
these, uh, besides positive impact, who we'll get to in a second. Um, then you've maybe got even positive impact from 14. Do they just own it mm. and try and roll forward? Don't know. I don't know if it's got the speed to do so. My fury in the past has led, doesn't seem to be showing the same type of gate speed. Um, and then the horse below it, never sober, can settle somewhere near him. But there's I no, thought, there's I no that, leaders here. I thought I thought the uh, the Jin Jin magician, Ashley Maley, sometimes he's uh, he's just throws caution to the wind and says, yep. oh, we will lead today. Yep. Lead. Now, I, I, that was if they quite, do that, I, I actually think it can win as well. I think Never Sober is quite a nice horse. I feel as though they'll Stevie and Ashley will put their heads together and just own this Never Sober. Whip out the gates? Yeah, straight straight to the top. Okay. That's the way I was sort of thinking. Yep. Well, either way, it's going to be a messy map and, and sometimes these races without that much obvious speed on paper can turn into a mess and a, and a bit of a bunched up finish mm. as we sort of spoke to Natasha Faithful about before. So I hope she actually – what do you I didn't think want to lead her towards it, but I, was sort sort of, I sort of wanted to say, like, <laughs> if they're not going that quickly, these aren't as good as the Velvet Queen or Spillin'. These aren't as good as that that level of horse. Like yeah. you could probably circle them and do that. But he very, it's an ugly watch. Yeah. You can date the troop like that. Um, but in saying that, if they bunch and she has a final crack, it's going to run the quickest last two, four, you'd think as well. So, um, yeah, fascinating uh, watch. It, it's just a nightmare. Question, question for you. Yeah. Does Abslow have the gate speed to lead this? <laughs> Abslow, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. I thought Abslow would go up like six, seven bucks. I'm surprised. It's, uh, I'm surprised. I'm 15, so I don't want to I can't wait. Abslo. can't wait for the day where we're previewing and Abslow's on top with the guru. It can, it can just about win this, Abslow. But uh, <laughs> don't forget he got the hot lane last time he out. did behind Hibiscus. Yeah. lady, so. Loses Clint Johnston-Porter as well, which I think is a big loss for a horse who uh, at this sort of range that needs to be maybe worked through its gears to some degree. Mm. So, a nah, very open race, BJ. Positive impact was scratched a week ago with lameness. And yes. It's, it's got the apprentice on. Again, she's almost a free two kilos, but it's a different story when you've got a horse that's likely to want to settle midfield from the widest gate coming off a lameness issue a week ago. It's Look, it's got the most upside. It could be the best horse here, but- yeah, it's as favourite. You, you've probably got to look around it, don't you? Yeah, I think so. What are we? Let's let me refresh my mark. About four eighty. Okay. Understandable, I think, with what it's done that it's somewhere near the head of the market. But just all factors considered, yeah. Your beats here, just shrug and go. Okay, um, I marked Arcadia Grace favourite actually. Yeah, a seven dollar favourite or six seven. I was. Uh, I mean, I think. After a maiden win, I had her winning every big race in Western Australia. And Positive then, impact. Uh, uh, Arcadia Grace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, she, and then I thought she was gone. And now all of a sudden, Michael Grantham He's has, a star, uh, has uh, sprinkled his magic dust mm. there on Arcadia Grace. And uh, that was a good win the other day. Just, yep. just gathered them up. like and were, Nothing made ground like no. that. Was, yeah, if you get a fair track, it's, you, one, it's one by six. And I know you visually, visually you can see it because it's come from, what, third last mm. or whatever. And the- I think it, did it enticing run third in that race. It did, and it came out one yesterday. But the, if you look at the sectionals, its last two and four was so far superior to any other. That was a complete outlier for that race, which is yep. what I always like to look out for. Just how far superior was that mm -hmm. closing speed against the, the against the opposition it was competing against? So just added some more merit to. So I was I was thinking. I had Arcadia Grace Mark favourite. I was five dollars a field. So yeah, what, was that what you were thinking? What were you? I had it a clear favourite. Well, when I say clear, I had it six dollars. So yep. it's currently around six six fifty. So yep. uh, obviously, you've got to look at the fact. There's got the a. It's going to be back near last with the apprentice on, and b. The mile is a question mark for it. So I always remember them saying it was a very little. Um, 
a little mare. So mm. where they, I don't think they really had any designs on stretching her out to this sort of trip. So it's, yeah, a massive watch in that sense. But well, what she Bob, did was just what no other horse did on the day. Yeah. So I had, Bob, to, I had Bob, to have her on top. Bob Peters spoke about that post-race with uh, Brittany, saying that he thinks that they might have uh, got fooled by her early sort of precociousness okay. into thinking that she was a uh, a sprinter and now he's sort of he's pretty keen to try her out over a mile and beyond because he reckons that's what she's sort of developed into yeah, matured okay. into yeah. very interesting mm -hmm. so but yeah i mean um yeah i'm i'm actually i, I thought i just marked her six bucks thinking well, i'm not going to get to back her she'll yep. be sort of uh 455 bucks and so we'll, we'll consider her late if um if the market goes that way, um, yeah, it'll be. Who knows what the market will do? But the uh, the get out stakes entrance will be uh, varied. Yeah, far, well, far I, and wide. I was looking at Marlies's replays and going, "Geez, I don't, I don't mind some of what I've seen here. This has been it, it's sort of building. It was in this type of race last campaign, carrying fifty eight because of the drop point. It's down to fifty four. I've marked Marlies my thirteenth favourite. <laughs> so I was looking at one, thinking, "Geez, I don't mind it. Right, yeah. this isn't bad. I've marked it thirteenth favourite. So I'm, it's very unlikely I'm going to have a bet on Marlies, but I'm just giving you an idea of." How close I've got them all to. I've got Dorado as the biggest ruffie in the race. Yeah, right. And Dorado won two starts ago. So um, just an idea of how I've sort of marked it. But uh, look, very simply, I'm, give me a fair track. Even if it's not fair, I'll probably still follow this up because it could end up being a bunched field and whatnot. But I think the horse, and I think both of these will drift. Like, I think we'll just take late prices. Um, we're going to have something hard occur. Um, got to have something hard occur um, just because Stevie Burton's a good bloke, but um, got to have something on uh, hard occur. The way it's racing, it's, uh, it's, it does it's some, phenomenal. It does some sort of wild things. It does some wild things. Yeah. You're back at win only. It's 11 bucks now. I remember I didn't mind it when it ran second to the Velvet Queen and it was um, sevens out to 23s, 24s on Betfair late. In a big field like this, just hold fire. Mm -hmm. There'll be money, positive impact. There'll be some money, Arcadia Grace. We'll get any price. So we'll take some 15s, 20s, hard occur. Um, the one I'm going to put on top is uh, horse number four, Paris and George. Mm -hmm. Um Harvey it was one of the Paul Harvey uh, Paul Harvey special last start. Back to the rail, <laughs> got a little check, and he just gave up. Yeah, just said not interested. From the one thing I thought was interesting, from the four to the two, and the fourth quickest four to the two, and then yep. he gave up over the final two. So it was traveling all right. Prior start, Christy Bennett tried to ride it forward. Um, it was a horror show, absolute horror show. And it's previous, before that previous Jay run. Previous run, Jason Whiting was on, mm -hmm. um, and it ran third to Billy Ray and Savage won, yep. and it was a huge effort. Uh, so I just think it's a really nice setup, and it drops three points from that run. That was that one was with whiting on it. Uh, four starts ago. That was going to be so, my Maddie for the day. Well, I wrote it down. Ah, yeah. Harrison George. PSG. So. There you go. So um, twenty six bucks at the moment in a race full of chances. I don't think there's any rush to to get on. So uh, just on the current prices, we'll go Paris and George. But they're the two I'm looking at having something on. Number three, Hardaker, and number four, Paris and George. Yeah. Really wide, wide race to, to finish up and a worthy get out stake, actually. 100%. Um, so don't forget to get your entries in. But from a uh, from my point of view, I'm looking I expect I fully expected Arcadia Grace to be a positive impact to be about the same, about four fifty five dollars in the market. There's a little bit of juice there in the Arcadia Grace price at the moment, but I still probably want. I don't know. It just feels like you just want a little bit better, considering. Mm. Considering, but um, I never thought I actually have already, as I told you, I've already mm. written me me write up, mm. and I um I've 
put it forth in line and I made some comment in regards to I have a, a doubt it'll ever get to my price or I like, obviously this will be the favorite. So when you're they're the type of things you need to think about your own mindset as well. And you go, well, hang on. I've said this is the clear standout. This is the just on what it's done. Yes, major question marks mm -hmm. on Targe, the mile, um, race shape, major question marks on that. But I've I've said that. Like mm -hmm. that's what I'm I'm thinking I'm not going to get a chance to back this. And you're like, hang on, if, if I get the chance, that's maybe a fair indication that this is one I should be leaning to. Mm. So, yeah, fascinating what it does in the market. I, th I, th I was just sort of speculating on a couple of horses outside of the market, and Terry has um, touched on Paris and George, and just that never sober. It, I think you're right. I think never sober is got some Saturday wins in store, and. Um, with positive tactics, Stevie Parnham, Ash Maley, I think Never, so Never Sober can sort of roll forward and make its own luck up on top of the speed there. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him boxing on into a, into a uh, top three finish at what's he, his Maddie prices at the moment. So um, just was looking a bit out, away from the uh, the four or five obvious ones there and um, the other two I came up with, uh, Paris St. George and Never Sober. Yep, I, I think the best of Power of St. George is, is um, superior to, to a lot of this form, um, and especially that, you know, Billy, Billy Ray, Savage One form. That wasn't that long ago. Whiting goes back on board. Suits will probably be getting back wide and, and circling him and flashing. So um, look out. You want, you want it to be in the last of the day as well, yeah. that type yeah. of horse. So back up to the mile from the 1400. <clears throat> couple of 20, $20 plus pops you know, yep. um, to speculate on in the get out stakes. Let's take a break, Terry. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back with our Betfair best betting propositions, our uh, Maddies and our Lays for Blue Spec Stakes Day. All right, listeners, it's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for Blue Spec Stakes Day. That's Betfair, betfair.com.au. Perth Racing Guru, what do we got? Uh, race three, mood swings to lead throughout. Red swings to lead throughout. Uh, my bet for best of the day is the following race. Race four, uh, class runner of this race, number four, Universal Pleasure gets me. Uni Pleasure. Yep. Oh, there you go. Hope you're right. Uh, lay of the day, race four. Um, I can't read my own handwriting. Born to rule. Born to rule, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh, how yeah. I went as well. Happy, happy yep. to take on Born to Rule currently yeah, yeah. around the three sixty three seventy mark. Sure, and a bit of madness. We want something twenty one dollars twenty to one in uh, in the old plus. What do we got? Yeah, I've already given it away. La, race nine, power of St George. Uh, me too. Race nine, never sober. Very good. Very good. Um, I think actually the four we talked about. I think I've got Paris and George Hard occur, never sober. Arcadia Grace. Mm. That were my four. You're doing a quad follow. Quadrella. Yeah, it'd be a good yeah, good day for a, a quadrella, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, just be a little bit smart. What you do with advance is probably the key. Do you stand her out, look mm. for a bit of value elsewhere, or do you go wider? If you do get a beat and you'll you'll knock a lot of people out, but mm. you could be giving away percentage heavily, so. Mm.